0: Hello, everyone. Hey, friends. Hey, Hugh Boos. I'm Ashley.
1: And I'm Tania.
0: <laughs> You're listening to another episode of Hugh, I Do. The podcast that is pushing you to the future of bridal fashion. Had a guest on today that we have been wanting to talk to for quite some time. And this was such a good episode. Look, whether you are planning your wedding, planning your second, second wedding, your redo wedding, put a pen in this one. <clears> like yes. bookmark it, come back, download it so that you can actually just have this episode on your phone, on your device. Like this was such a good conversation.
1: Like, I had no idea that like, we could talk so much about bridal fashion and it really be like a wealth of information. So, for example, if you loved our episode a couple weeks ago regarding um, why all black weddings look the same, you are going to love listening to this episode i promise you i really feel like this is like part two like those two episodes need to go together so first you need to listen to that one and then you and then you need to come back and listen to this one or you can listen to this one first and listen to that one second either way you're gonna get some gems get your pen get your paper and let's get it let's get it Hey Hueboos, this is your girl Tania. If you did not already know, I recently got engaged 4321. That's April 3rd, 2021. Your girl's engaged. <laughs> I am in the beginning stages of wedding planning and to be honest, it has been overwhelming. Yes, being a co-host on Hue I Do has helped a bit, but I did not know where to start. I did not know what questions to ask my vendors and how to navigate this entire process because it is a process. I was leaning on Ashley a little bit too much and I'm pretty sure she was possibly getting annoyed with me, but you know, she loves me. So I was excited when our good friends over at the Big Wedding Planning Podcast reached out and said, hey, we have a wedding planning digital course and it's everything that you need to plan your own wedding as a wedding planner would do it. As you know, Christy and Michelle are both wedding planners. And when I tell you, they have literally walked me through every single process of planning and it's been absolutely amazing. So they have given us a deal for our listeners, $50 off the total price of the course with our promo code you. I do. So head on over to the big wedding planning masterclass.com. Again, that is the big wedding planning masterclass.com and type in Hue I do at checkout for $50 off. I promise you will not be disappointed.
0: So we have a very, very special guest that we have been following for such a long time and we are so happy to have her on the show. Um, guess would you like to introduce yourself?
2: Hey, my name is Dara Adams. I am the um, lead stylist and founder of Veil by Dara Adams. We are a bridal styling agency based in Brooklyn, New York, um, and we just help women find their bridal style with ease and confidence, so they're not stressed out through the entire bridal styling journey.
0: Ah, oh, thank you for coming on. Yes, oh you. my gosh, you're doing you. the Lord's work seriously, because <laughs> seriously, Tony and I have had. Too many conversations about dresses, looks, all of that, and it's really a. Uh, if I knew, then you know, I I wouldn't be going through all that. But <laughs> but we are glad to have you on. Um, we are talking about, of course, the future of bridal fashion because there has been so much that has occurred lately, and we're starting to see some changes and some kind of. Trends starting to kind of pop out of, you know, the standard styles that we're used to. So we're happy to talk about all of those things with you. But before we get into all of that, before you actually were in like, I guess, bridal, what were you doing before?
2: So before Bridal, I was actually in the fashion industry. Um, I went to Howard University, and my major is fashion merchandising. And I wanted to be this like big time celebrity stylist. That was the dream. That's what we all were kind of shooting towards. Um, and I did some time between LA and New York, and I absolutely positively hated it. It was like <laughs> the worst thing ever. And oh, I was like, no. OK, this is not going to work. Like. Celebrities, as, as much as we love them, they are very hard to work with. Um, mm. and I just, it just wasn't my vibe, like it, it wasn't my vibe. Loved fashion, loved working on TV, film sets, all that stuff, but it just wasn't for me. So when I came home from LA, New York, and I was like, okay, I need money. What am I gonna do? Right. <laughs> And on Craigslist one day, there was this ad for a bridal stylist. And I'm like, okay, stylist, I guess like this could be a job I could do for right now until I figure out what my next step is. Right. Seven years later.
1: Wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And the fact
0: that it was Craigslist, like (laughs) you don't don't (laughs) always hear those. Right. Right. Right? Exactly.
1: I mean, I think back in the day, you know, Craigslist was it, you know, but now it's kind of like, eh. Yeah.
0: I mean, well, I've gotten some Beyonce tickets, I think, once from Craigslist. Really? They were real. They were real. But anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's amazing, though, because, I mean, as, like, recently, you basically styled the, like, recent Black Bride, like, cover. I mean, hello. And, like, feature piece, like, oh my gosh. With uh, Jasmine Love, which was amazing like every piece you put her in she just looked amazing flawless
2: thank you thank you thank you that was definitely like we shot it in la um i found out about the project maybe three weeks before and i was like okay and i'm just calling everybody like (laughs) i need gowns i had like 30 gowns on that set
1: oh my gosh wow
2: Yeah, I'm glad that it came out the way it did and that everyone has seemed to like really love it. Uh, It was a major moment, you know, like kind of full circle, like growing Mm -hmm. up, you know, not seeing many Black bridal publications, all I knew was one or two, you know? Right. So to have been able to now be like, I saw the cover of one. That's like, yeah, that's That's huge. huge.
0: It
2: is. (laughs) For me, at least.
0: For real, but oh my gosh, so. Yeah, just wanted to give you your props there. Cause when I saw that, I was like,
1: yes, like. <laughs>
0: um, so that's amazing. Um are you from Brooklyn? Yes, I am um, New York City, born and raised. Okay. Um,
2: I think the most I've ever lived outside of New York was when I was in college. So I lived in a DMV for about like How many
0: years did it take me to graduate college? That's okay.
2: That's okay. Yeah, that's okay. We're all in that same boat. Yes. Five to six years, years, and I moved back to New York like full time. And I'm here. I think I'm ready to move though. It's too many people.
0: Really? No. We feel the same way. We're we're Atlanta adjacent. Yeah.
2: And that's why people are like, girl, don't waste your time here. Like I was down there a few months ago for for trap for for another shoot. I was in uh-huh. traffic for like the majority of my time there. So I'm okay. like,
1: mm.
2: yeah. <laughs> I mm-hmm. just stay yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
2: But right. a lot of people
1: from New York are, are moving here. So I mean, but we're. I'm but- apologizing. But- <laughs> <I
0: apologize>. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you, because our, our roads aren't meant for this we don't mm-hmm. have no, no, we don't so. have like inflation of costs i'm so sorry exactly we don't have like the infrastructure for this we don't have like a subway system our 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 train system is like limited it does not go everywhere yeah yeah <laughs> oh goodness all right so for the people that live in like texas and <laughs> chicago and stuff like that they're
1: like um get to the point
0: so <laughs> we well, are called those going-
1: big but yeah anyways. but i mean you know and they have a train system and everything so yeah. but we don't yeah well not not like the that. yeah 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 our in atlanta country. yes
0: but like <laughs> you can't hop on MARTA from up here to get down oh well here. of course not because you gotta our, drive to Doraville. Yeah.
1: yeah our county um they swiftly voted against that they voted anyway. against that
0: yeah <laughs> sorry y'all um <laughs> so we
1: are a out
0: to play a quick game first before we dive into the conversation. And this game is actually sponsored by our friends at Flower Moxie. You can automatically cut your floral budget by over 50% by DIYing your wedding flowers with Flower Moxie. So make sure you click on their account when we tag them in the stories, but also you can head to Flower Moxie by clicking the link in our show notes. So we are going to kick it off by playing a game called Define It. Basically, I am going to say a definition about a wedding related term and y'all will have to guess what the word is, okay? So whoever gets it first just unmute yourself. Say whatever it is. I tell you if you're right or wrong, and then the person at the end wins. (laughs) So
2: taking you out
0: It's a
1: competition (laughs) between Tania. So yeah, I've never done this before. So
2: me too. I'm like, wow. Everyone else got this or that. Now I I
0: have to think.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Like (laughs) this, our first time playing like this. So. You're you out here
0: like, okay, I was looking forward to this and that. Yeah. <laughs> this will be easy. I'm sure y'all got it. um Okay, so the first one, or the first word to define, or word to guess, my bad, is a person to whom hospitality is extended. Guest. Yes. Ooh, okay. You quit with it too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was. He was super oh
1: quick.
0: Uh... <laughs> and he was trying to process the like, <laughs> like, what did she just say? Okay, all right. So one point for Dara. Tania, you—you. You yeah, I'm about to lose. That's all right. <laughs> we'll try. We'll try. All right. Producing clothes that are made to fit a particular person.
1: Designer. No. Uh, it's not a designer. Uh, seamstress? Tailor? No. No. It's an adjective,
0: sort of. It's an adjective and a noun? Definition one more
2: time. Definition uh, one more time.
0: Okay. Producing clothes that are made to fit a particular person. A tailor? Yes. Yes, that's it?
1: it. Yeah, you what? got it right. Who? Not you. <laughs> <laughs> Did
0: you hear what she said?
1: No, I didn't hear it. Bespoke. Now, you know. <laughs>
2: it's a, fashion, it's a word. I don't mean, It is no it, it is. It's real throwback, too. Last you know what? Know it's not worth it anymore, unless they're charging you, like, $50,000 for it,
1: okay? Right.
0: <laughs> it's okay to you.
1: Ashley knew. Because <laughs> there's no way that I'm going to know. Mean, Anyways. You said
0: it before. It, so... All right, All go right. on. Mm-mm. Okay, <laughs> a social gathering often for the purpose of extending a formal welcome. Event rehearsal,
2: rehearsal. dinner.
0: No, no, no. Uh, okay.
1: <laughs> uh. So a
0: social gathering often for the purpose of extending a formal welcome. This is the definition according to Merriam-Webster. Inception. Yes. <laughs>
1: That's me. I'm done. You ain't even worked at this. You know what? Dara, you win. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to do the last round. We're going to do the last okay. round just okay. in
0: case. You know, just to at least get some points on the board for you, maybe, Tania. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Okay. So the final round is, and I'm trying to think. <laughs> Let me try to. Let me at least try to give one <laughs> that Tania might be able to get. It's okay. Uh,
1: <laughs> this,
0: this is uh, not for me. A small gift or decorative item given out at a party. It's like you know it, but you're trying to let Tania yes! have it. <laughs> No,
2: <laughs> You know, I was trying to be a team player.
1: <laughs> no, go ahead, darling. <laughs> this
2: might not be the right word, but I want to say start with souvenir. Uh-uh. Uh uh A a small gift. Take the definition one more time. One
1: more a wedding time. favor. A yes. favor. Yes. A small <laughs> gift. Yay!
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was a small gift or decorative item given out at a party.
2: Yes, that is a favor. That yes, is a that, favor. that word. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, Dara definitely won. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's okay, Senea. We, You know, we got to test some of these games out now.
1: You know, we said... Yeah, mm-hmm. but you need to warn me the next time. <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah, I I
1: get- <laughs> Right. Oh, goodness. Well,
0: you obviously won. Um, so now we can go into these questions where we discuss where bridal fashion is heading, briefly talk about where it's been, where it's been stuck for a little bit and you know, what we're hoping to see moving forward. So Tania?
1: Yeah, so as Ashley was saying, um, briefly, how has the bridal fashion evolved in the last 10 years?
2: I think bridal fashion has definitely taken a more personalized turn. Um, In the last 10 years, I I would say like, when I first started Bridal, which was about seven years ago, there was definitely one dress that we were seeing, um, one style, maybe two, three styles that women were gravitating towards. I think we're still seeing those same, like skeletons of dresses. <laughs> <laughs> but people are our designers are people are trying to like take those silhouettes and kind of make them a little bit more interesting i do see Mm -hmm. designers trying to give the dresses a little bit more distinction um i think then maybe 10 years ago when like the only thing you needed was it for it to be white lace or sparkly that's where we were 10 years ago (laughs) if it was white sparkly and lace you were doing the damn thing right like, <laughs> it, was it was hot it was the bride to be I
0: think designers are
2: doing more they're trying more and I appreciate it
0: so oh my gosh that's hilarious because I feel like I've seen some photos of like some weddings that happened like 2008 or like 2010 it it was kind of that same type of look, like thinking of coworkers, thinking of celebrities, thinking of, you know, it was everybody,
2: everybody. Y'all remember yep. the dress with the machine?
0: Yes. yes. Literally. That was what was in my head. Mm-hmm. You might've gotten
2: like, <laughs> how many times, how, what, how do we recreate? How did everybody make the same Every- dress? At every price point. I might so have had
0: confused. like the sash, like a colored sash or, yeah. you know, like, or like the little belt right there, but the sweetheart neckline <laughs> for the most part.
2: Or beaded bodice tool at the bottom. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that's, that's what it was. Beaded bodice. You was doing something with your beaded bodice and <laughs> <laughs> a nice cupcake at the bottom. That was the wedding dresses. If you had either A or B... You that was it.
1: Good to go. <laughs> <laughs> it's so crazy. It's so crazy because um, today I was like, let me try to find something to watch or whatever. And I was like, let me go to like... TLC, you know how they have like the four weddings, mm-hmm. and and so I looked at the the date in which it aired, and I was like two thousand nine. Oh no, <laughs> oh no, we are past that. Like I can't get any ideas from y'all. <laughs> like <laughs> not at all. <laughs> this is the dresses anything. alone. The That's dresses all. alone were mm-mm. Yes, so. and
0: that was back when probably you had a lot of rustic and barn and
2: mason jars. Mm-hmm. Mason
0: jars. Oh my gosh.
2: I was still working in the salon at that point, And it was like every other appointment. I'm going to have a rustic wedding. We used to have a game of how many songs we would hear the word rustic. And <laughs> at the end of the day, whoever got the, the highest number could drink champagne, like at the end of the shift.
0: That is hilarious. That was,
2: and make, those are two words, rustic and, and
0: mason jar. Because two, two, everybody, everybody, I don't even know, like, where... Where that even came from, like just it, Mason jars just popped out and like, they I mean, ran with I it. it
2: was the, I, I appreciate that time because this was like the beginning of different, right? Like that, that was like kind mm. of the beginning of doing something different. True. As much as I hated the Rustic Bond girls, they really <laughs> charged the way. <laughs> <laughs> For everyone else to start doing things other than a hall. Yeah, that was what you, said. you got married in you know uh, some type of crystal ball room. Right. And the barn girls were the first to say, "No, ma'am, we will do something different. And then Salmi pretty got a, ha- a hand of it and then that's what every girl decided what Every girl who wanted something different wanted to do that. Because mm. I think we know what else to do. Like we know we don't want that, but that's kind of all we see. Mm-hmm. So now, found me pretty, and you know, all those b- blogs are showing us rustic chic. So I guess if we want to be different, we will do rustic chic. Right. So yeah, they they, they crawled the rustic barn wedding crawled so we can fly.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm think I'm thinking of one coworker that had that roost dress. With some cowboy boots in a barn with her lights. mason jars. Yes. The
2: twinkle lights.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yes.
2: DIY, the DIY
0: was like the yes. thing.
2: Everyone was DIYing the hell out of every damn thing.
0: Yes. Oh my gosh. That's hilarious. Yeah.
2: <laughs> we just are far from that place and I am thankful.
0: Yeah, right. Um, so let's think back to the last. Like one and a half, two years. So maybe twenty nineteen ish to now. Mm-hmm. What or we can even go back maybe like three years, but what kind of fashion trends or like bridal trends kind of captured that time frame? Like if somebody, you know, years from now back looks back, they're like, Oh, that was a 2018 wedding.
2: 2018. Mm-hmm. I think like we all know the look. Like, I think this is the beginning of, like, I don't know if this is a real word, but, like, vir- virality in weddings. Like, the, the viral yes.
0: wedding.
2: That is what we are going to know as, like, oh, she got married in 2018, 2019, 2021. Uh-huh. Because she has on, like, you know, more than one dress. That's one. You have to have two, right? You, ha- you right. have your ceremony, then you have your super sparkly, sh- halfway sheer, beaded, Right. You know, made from Nigeria. dress. Um, <laughs> listen, they—they—they are—they are, they run that market. I'm not. Good you
0: friends. are extremely yes. right.
2: Yes, you have. You know, super laid lace front hair with a nice sparkly yes. comb. You have a super glamorous robe on. Right. You have a 10 million flowers behind you for your bridal <laughs> picture. <laughs> yeah, a whole. But I'm like, yo, are we repurposing flowers? Because I'm thinking in my head, how much did that bridal suite cost? Right. You have a million flowers in there. Right. I'm hoping they come and put them down by the altar. Somebody's right. tea that fast. I'm not paying. I am not paying that much money for flowers and them to sit behind me for 30, 30 minutes for pictures. I'm just, about I am just... to say that's I'm the, the
1: minimum flower budget, budget, budget right there.
2: there. <laughs> yeah, like <why laughs> right. be downstairs because. Yeah, I think what else? I think um, we're still doing bling, definitely. I think that designers are getting more kind of like, there's this like this hawk couture kind of thing going on. Mm-hmm. What is, you know, like really like asymmetric type shoulder things yeah. going on. And like, you know, and th- you know what What really stand out to me more than the actual battle dresses themselves will forever be the engagement photos. When I that's how I am stressed. I am stressed <laughs> on the engagement photos. Like, if I see one more couple that looks like Barack Obama and Michelle at a state dinner.
0: Because um, <laughs> <laughs> everyone feels like they have to not even be black tie. They are trying to give you white tie. <laughs> like, stunt levels. Like, yes. It's like, how can, what part of the country can we go to that people have no idea? Where ever.
2: Yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> to <do it. laughs> Where in the world did you shoot that picture? They're like... I do not tell how many deserts in the U.S. Uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> how God. many deserts are actually in the United States of America? Are y'all all traveling to Joshua's Tree? Are we all in Nevada? I don't know, but...
1: God, you're coming <laughs> for me. You're coming for I'm me.
2: Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get some you gonna edit stuff out. Here we go. But, um... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Seriously though, what I'm, saying, what I'm saying is, when we look back, we're going to know what year it was. Yeah, yeah. when we look at the, it pictures, was this girl, time. It was this. It was that time. She had on that engagement picture, and then they had that hairstyle. She was that robe with that background. Had you know the dresses? I think the dresses are still kind of like, for the most part, they're more intricate. I think than what we were talking about ten years ago. Definitely more intricate. Um, there are some things that are kind of more like fashion for in a sense, I guess, like, but I think it's really just the whole experience. Like the day is like stance. Like this is what your day should look like or your process should look like from engagement to reception. I know that you had on the, you know, super formal dress, the bridal robe, some type of bridal gown. The gowns still to me for the ceremony are kind of like, they're not too out there, mm-hmm. but then you have your reception look and it's like, bam sparkly sheer sexy dress in 2020
0: in a nutshell right. you're right though yeah. you're right tania i know you've been we've both been trying to like not fall victim to
1: very true that. very true i mean like we're not doing the whole desert because we were going to do white sands you know like this is before we started planning you this had before this... we started plant or paying people too. So now I'm just like, uh, no, we gonna be, (laughs) we gonna be local. (laughs) So I mean, yeah, yeah, but Dara was really coming for me, yeah. But like, not on purpose. It's not. It's just. Oh no, it's okay. It's okay.
0: It's okay. It's like you had that idea, and after you said it, I start seeing it everywhere but it wasn't like you saw it somewhere and you were like "Ooh, you know like i think you saw it in the beginning but Mm -hmm. it's one of those things that like you know
2: honestly like outdoorsy like outdoor shoots were definitely a thing right Uh Um, especially like me because i do kind of know what's going on in like the not black bridal space That was always a thing. Like people were going out to like LA and I think our vendors got whiff of it and was like, okay, we could do this, Mm -hmm. we'll put a little spin on it. And I think that's how it got to where it is now. Gotcha. Like it wasn't, it was a trend that existed. Right. I think that we, you know how we are, we could take a trend and make it, we could take that and make it look, you know, like the cover of a something. It may not be as or organic as what they're doing, but we're going to put our glamorous spin on it. And I think that's how we have what we have now. But now people refuse to take pictures any other way. Anywhere
0: else. Any Mm -hmm.
2: other way. Like, yeah.
1: (laughs) yeah. Is there such a thing as a timeless bridal look?
2: So I think that's perfect to talk about what we were just talking about. I tell my clients this all the time. There is no way you're going to take a wedding picture and I'm not going to know what time you got married like no matter what you do and i look back at your pictures i'm going to know around what era this was like the 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 idea of being timeless i feel like is such a buzzkill like oh no i need to find something that's timeless i'm like sis no matter what you pick i'm gonna know it was 2021 like (laughs) <laughs> I'm like no there's no way I do think though to me when I tell a bride to be timeless or like when I say brides try to invoke timelessness I think it's like who you are is timeless right your essence will forever be timeless no matter what stage you are in your life I should still be able to see like who you are in your look I think that is a better way of thinking of something being timeless like when we look back at this picture 30 years from now, we still understand who that is in that picture. My mom, um, she's also in the fashion industry and she made her own wedding dress. Like she was not you know, even caring about what the trends were. Her sister got married looking like your average cookie cutter, 80s bride. But my mom, she had on this like super cute suit she made and like this cute clothes she made with this little hat. And it's like, it's clearly 80s, but it's Sandra 80s, right? Like even looking yeah. at that picture, I'm still seeing like, yep, I know that's something that my mom would do. And to me, that look is timeless because it still evokes everything that she is. And when I look back at that picture, I'm like, yep, she's 20 something years old. And you know, this is how many years ago, but I still know that that's my mom and her style and her essence still shines through that look. I want brides to think of that as timeless and not like, I can't do anything that people will know what year it is. Because like we just said, you having that robe, sis, I'm going to know it's 2019. Okay.
0: <laughs>
2: There's no way you're going to, I'm gonna, Oh, I wonder what, I wonder what year that was. Like, With
0: the bride balloons in the background. <laughs>
2: hey, like we know it. Don't, don't put that type of pressure on yourself. If anything, you run the risk of being super like time oriented when right. you just do what you think is acceptable of that time when you don't do anything unique you don't put any of your own personality on it right now you're you're more cookie cutter you're more time stamp than ever right like
0: that is so true that's
2: exactly yeah exactly when this happened
1: Dar, you're is- speaking the truth right now because even like the solange pose Like yeah, after like after she did that, then everyone started doing that. But now it's like kind of you know it's kind of like trickled off. It was for that window, yeah. Yeah, but but I know which time period it was just because that was what everyone was doing. So,
2: but even when we look at that picture, to me, it's timeless for her. Very true. You have all the people who jumped on the bandwagon, but it's timeless for her because it was her unique. Thing and when we look back at those pictures, we yeah we are probably going to know around what time it was, but like you're not going to associate that with any specific time because it was just so authentic to who she was and what she yeah. wanted to do. Right. Sure. So, so I think that's what brides need to do if you really want to be timeless, do your own thing.
0: That's a real. You know, I actually just had a conversation with some friends a few weeks ago because. We were talking about like COVID protocols and things like that. And somebody said something about like, yeah, you probably don't want like a whole bunch of masks in your photos. And I was like, honestly, I don't mind because that tells you the time period in which this happened. Like to not have masks to me would be wilder than if we did, because it's like, yes, we are in a pandemic. Like PPE is
2: a part of it, yeah. The point of photography is to document history. That's exactly, and exactly. I feel like that is like I kind of like maybe as an artist, but I'm just like I want my pictures to authentically tell the story of what happened that day. If I was 24, exactly, and my eye was this, and we were living through a pandemic. I want my kids to see that picture and know that story. I don't want them exactly. to not know anything about what was happening at that time, right? Like my mom picked to half her legs out; and she was a young bride. Th- that's right. What she her dress might've been different if she was 30, right? So it's just like, honor where you are. Right. Because it's a part of your whole historic category of your life. When your kids see, you know, or whoever in your family decide not to have kids, whoever sees the pictures of your life, they're going to see how you transcended and how you grew through that period of time and what was going on. And you can say, your girl, I got married on a whole pandemic. Like, you know, right. I feel like it just makes things more interesting that way. I think people just need to stop worrying about everything looking the same because now we don't know anything about you, who you and your partner are, your love story, what y'all liked, what your personalities were, because you your pictures look right. exactly like everybody else's. It's weird.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it is. It really is. So speaking of kind of like COVID and PPE, where have you seen, like, what has come out of, bridal fashion, bridal looks overall, kind of because of COVID, outside of like mask and face shields with yeah. bedazzled.
2: Overall, brides were given a little bit more of a chance to be themselves because like we removed a mm-hmm. lot of like the must have things that mm-hmm. people thought like okay if I have a wedding that's this size this is what I have to do this is what I have to look like to be seen as appropriate especially in our community we have all of these respectability type things going on if we're if you're having a a, a formal event with does it you need to be looking like this or you're not really a bride and did you really do it and all of that So I feel like brides kind of release themselves a little bit from that pressure because like, well, I'm actually not doing that. So I guess this, which I probably really like more or is really more in line with who I am. I can I can get away with it because it it wasn't it was my COVID wedding. It was my, you know, small mini money. It was my, you know, elopement. I think we saw some more interesting fashion moments come out of this time. And I think like when we look back at photos, we'll see little spurts of that. We will not see a lot <laughs> because it's, again, still so that wasn't the thing to do, but like for the brides who were like, oh, okay, I'm going to use this opportunity. I did see some really great looks through the last two years. Well, a few, a few really good looks through the past couple of years because of brides being more kind of individualized when it came to what they were going to wear due to COVID weddings.
0: For sure. Quick spinoff question to that. Do you believe that for those that did, like, the mini monies or the home elopements or what have you, do you believe that they should have gotten us, like, a different dress for that? Or should they have stuck with the dress they were always going to wear for, like, the big wedding they initially were planning
2: if I am not doing anything else and this is my chance, I'm going to wear what I wanted to wear.
0: Mm. Like,
2: I don't think that there should be a, oh, if your wedding is this size, then you have to wear this type of dress. Or, oh, if you have right. this size, then it doesn't make sense for you to wear this type of dress. Mm-hmm. I think you should wear what excited you when you tried it on and you cried and you knew this was the dress that you loved and you felt the best you ever felt. That's the dress that you should be wearing, right? Um, anything else, like you can build it around it just be creative like and who who cares like you know what I'm <laughs> right. like, i mean like yes i have on a train that goes i don't know five foot down and there's four people sitting on each side and you also have the pictures <laughs> forever right who cares if there were only 10 people there right like you still have that memory that exactly you know that that decor that vibe you created that mood you still have that. And that's why, again, pictures and documentary, like all that stuff and being artistic and real with all of that is important because that's what you have to hold on to when your day, which goes by legit, like a blink of an eye, like a, you know, it's like you wake up and then you went to bed and you were like, what happened, right? <laughs> so that's all you have
0: left <laughs> right?
2: those images in that video. So exactly. I was like, well, I just well do what you really want to do. So you're not sitting back like, oh, I wish I would have. Like, that's the worst. The worst feeling to have, I feel like, as a bride, as a couple, when you just look back at it and you're like, yeah, that's not really what I'm going for.
1: So on that note, kind of sort of talking about like what brides did, you know, during the pandemic uh, with like the mini monies and the, you know, the smaller intimate ceremonies. um, We kind of saw like people taking like the minimalistic approach, you know, instead of wearing their ball gown, you know, they chose a dress that was very you know it was still very beautiful timeless air quote timeless beautiful. but <laughs> <laughs> but do you think that's going to become popular amongst us like the minimalistic look
2: i see it popping out like i see i see a lot more ready-to-wear designers starting Mm -hmm. to kind of break, you know, come out of COVID. Like, you're seeing a lot more of that. So I do think that for some of us, it will stick. I don't think yet it'll be, like, the thing to do because I still think we're not at a point where we're showing a lot of that a lot for Mm -hmm. a brides to feel like that's an option for them. Mm -hmm. You have to look really hard to find it. But I do see it, like, creeping about. I'm just like, I'm like, there's a few ready-to-wear designers that I love that are have, like, you know, launched within the last year, two years. And I know Mm -hmm. it's because there is somewhat of a demand for that. Um, I also think that some brides are understanding that they may have more room to do more things if they decide to have a certain type of wedding. They have a little bit more freedom, right? It's like, if I don't tie up my whole budget into this big event I can do other things. I can have my family at a house for three days and we have a small ceremony where they're together and we have all these memories and we're in this place. Like they're able to create more memories with the same budget if they kind of approach the wedding different. And in those occasions, it may seem more just appropriate or you may feel more comfortable in something that's a little bit more ready to wear, easy to move in because of like where the day is gonna take you. I have a bride now who she's going to uh, have a small church ceremony, a beautiful intimate dinner at a a restaurant. And the next day they're flying out to take bridal portraits in Tanzania. Wow. And that's because she didn't have to spend (laughs) 60k on a venue uh you know yeah. so her wedding is now she has all these more memories in a way she has more memories she has a great you know a very intimate wedding day with her family and then she has this beautiful trip she's gonna have these awesome images you know that speak to her they they're a couple that loves to travel like so it's really speaking to who they are so i think when we see that we're gonna see like more styles start to weave in because brides kind of also have more opportunities to wear different things as well. Instead of exactly. it just being like one day of, you know, maybe a ceremony or in reception, you may have a, a, you know, a brunch happening this day or, you know, a small ceremony this time, and then you're traveling and having this. So I think those are all ways that we're going to see people incorporate different types of more ready to wear looks. look.
1: I love
0: that. Same. Let's talk about shoes what type of shoes you see us kind of stepping into?
2: I'm all for the shoes right now, because especially with someone like, I'm, a, I'm obsessed with mini dresses right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and like a lot of dresses too, you just see a lot more feet. With wedding gowns, if you're wearing like a traditional, you know, fit and flare or A-line ball gown, you never really get to see the shoes. It's not really a part of the look. But now it's like, if you are wearing something that's ready to wear, those shoes get to say hello. They get to pop, they get to, and I feel like that's a really strong way to show personality in your look is what you have on your feet. So there's like so many kind of modern looks that girls are going for now. Like, you know, that's a, I think that's another way to add something more trendy. So if you do have something a little bit more per se classic, but you have like a really like modern shoe, it kind of lets you bring in the current day into your style. Um, what else? Color shoes. I have a bride now who she's wearing this pair of like claret, which is kind of like a burgundy shoe. Like, yeah, with her ivory gown, that's gonna look amazing. Like wow. I think shoes are the way. If you if you're like having something where your look is like you can still see your feet, but you're trying to elevate it, get some bomb shoes. The shoes will it will seal the deal. That's that, period. Every time
0: that was a good point. hmm felt like Tania was making notes in
1: <laughs> Now, what about the veils and, and the accessories? Because we really don't hear much. We always talk about the dress, you know? So, you know, let's step into the veils and the accessories.
2: I tell brides all the time, the veils and the accessories are the trick to the trade, right? You can take almost any dress. If you have a vision for how you want to accessorize it, that's how you can actually, like, give the dress its character or its personality um you can take one dress and accessorize it three different ways it could give you three different aesthetics so i think for brides who are really like trying to like pull out a certain type of vibe aesthetic look use that to to help but i know ariana Grande she just got married and she had on a very simple cow neck slip dress we've seen it a million times over and over again but her adding that you know, super big bow and that 1960s veil and platform shoes. That's Ariana Grande all day, but it was those two simple things, a pair of shoes and a style of veil that gave it that kind of old school, you know, 60s, 50s essence. But it's the same dress that I've seen a million other brides wear different ways. So I think like, have fun, play with your accessories. Even if you're saying like, you may not want to do the most with the dress, you may not want to jump out the box all the way crazy, but you still want to have a way to personalize your look. Accessories, they could come on and off. You can have something for the ceremony and then you can completely switch it up, you know, in the, the reception. If you change your earrings, if you mm-hmm. remove a veil and put on a headpiece, if you mm-hmm. change your shoes, you know, like there are different things you could do to still kind of add some flair with the accessories. So that's, the that's, 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 accessories are the key a lot can happen with the accessories. I think actually Brides needs to pay more attention. And I feel like a lot of the looks wouldn't look as much the same if we all didn't go towards that same
0: one accessory.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Like, we all know which accessory we're talking yeah. about.
0: Yeah. And it's like <laughs> We talking <laughs> about that.
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: with the Hollywood waves.
2: <laughs> yeah. So I feel like like we you can you can actually have a dress that you know that is popular for the season or that may not be the most unique but your accessories give you a chance to make it your own
0: Ooh. so what about the nails because we are not doing French manicures anymore we have evolved as French manicures French pedicures
2: and there's so many cool ways to do like white accent like white
1: mm-hmm. Uh uh-huh.
2: you know I think bride really should go into I am a nail art Oh, (laughs) yeah. yeah. Yes. It's not.
1: No, but it's different. Like, it's not like the straight white tip, you know. (laughs) But that would work.
2: Right. That's what I'm saying. There's so many cool nail art, like, pages and stuff. Go find you some bomb nail Something that's unique, different. And it's cool because, like, people don't really see your nails. Like, they kind of glimpse them, but they don't really see them see them. So if you do want to do something that's a little more, like, you know you need something something. No one's going to really
1: see it. I mean unless you do like the old school like hand on top of hand and like a picture <laughs> on top of a bible or something yes. like that in the rings, you know. That's yeah. the old school. That is old school. <laughs> My mom and dad have that photo. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but I think yeah, I think nail trends are like I get it. You want something neutral but let's just modernize it a little. Bit. Yeah. Yeah, add some of today with the nail art please. Cause yes, like just white cut across the top is boring.
0: Yeah. Unless that's their person. Yes. Yeah. Unless that's, <laughs> unless you. you're
1: boring. Yeah. Unless- no, <laughs> <laughs> no, Ashley. <laughs> I
2: think again, it's like, it's not really because people are boring. It's because they just don't, No, like, I don't want to take the chance and do something wrong. Like, there's so much pressure about getting it right. And it's like, well, I guess I'd rather go with what I know is safe than explore other things. And that's why inspiration is so important, right? And it's like, I think right now we're seeing inspiration as all of the same things. When true inspiration is diversity and variety, we're not getting that as much. So that's why we're seeing the same thing over and over again, because bars are like, so what if I don't do this? What else? What else do I do? Well, let me go yeah. get this French before I'm out here looking crazy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Where do you see us moving towards when you think of shopping for the wedding day look? Because like, are we still just going into a bridal store and calling that a day, or are we doing online or? Like, what do you see, how that's evolving?
2: I think it is based on where on the priority list a bride is putting fashion and style. If your dress is something that you really want to like be cohesive with your event. If you really want your style to seem elevated and if you really wanna, you know, have a, a style experience and that's like a major for you. You cannot walk into any bridal salon because you are going to legit stress yourself out. Um, and I see this a lot. And I understand because there's really, we, there's really not like a lot of education on how to find a wedding dress. It's just kind of like, oh, I know I'm getting married. Let me make an appointment at the nearest or the one that everyone goes to. But in reality, every salon does not serve the same bride. Mm-mm it's right. Salons are businesses. They have to be niched down. They have to know who their target is. They have to know what their price points are. Right. And it's like, you kind of have to know that about yourself too. You have to know what style aesthetic you're looking for, what designers you want, you know, what price point you're at so that you can kind of guide yourself into the right places to look, or you become that bride who is overwhelmed, stressed out, wasting time. Or just like, let me just pick something at at this point, because you're not finding what is that you really want to find. So if you're a bride that really cares about what that look is, then you're going to have to be a lot more deliberate, intentional about where you go to shop. I see a lot of brides now also like they're not getting designers or they're not buying just to just places because they're local. I see a lot of ladies are going to designers or finding designers who are from out of state, connecting with people from other countries. Because they are that serious about finding a certain aesthetic and style that they want. Now, if you just, like, I just need to look pretty. As long as it, you know, it looks nice. I'm not really, you know, stressing out about that. Then I'm sure you can find something nice in a local shop. You know, if that's just, yeah, it's for you to look nice. That's fine. And it doesn't have to be that for every woman. Every woman does not care that much, like, about what they're wearing. They just want to look nice. So it really depends on where you are. you really care please Mm -hmm. do you're you're just gonna be upset and if you don't then you know just go someplace local and still know how much it costs and you know if you know (laughs) right that's just a thing period like you don't want to be shopping at places that don't have what you're looking for at the the price that you're willing to invest but you may have a a easier chance or a better chance at just going to somewhere local
0: i wish i knew this beforehand because i hated dress shopping it was the worst Mm -hmm. um for many reasons but it was I didn't really know what I wanted what I saw online I thought I could see in a store and mm, I didn't or you know like maybe it wasn't in my size or the color that I wanted to see it in and you know the bouncing from this shop to this shop to this shop and they're all basically the same and you know, you can't take pictures at this one. You can take pictures here, but you know, you got to be in and out within an hour because somebody else got their appointment. You know,
1: it. Sure. look, he scared me because I haven't set foot. Well, I've only set foot in one bridal shop that's far. No, not for, for real, me. for real. Not for real, for real. But I was like, uh, I can't do this. So let me <laughs> exactly. let me drive back.
2: <laughs> um, and so. I think I think a lot of people are still trying to understand where a bridal stylist comes in, if it's a a necessity or not. Um, And I think it's because we're not really being open about what that experience is really like. I think women still think that it's going to be this magical place where you just step into a bridal salon and they have all these great options and you're just gonna fall in love with the one and nine out of 10 times it's nowhere near that. Like, you know, a lot of companies, don't have the best service they don't have the most options they're serving a certain type of market of bride that really only wants to wear one to three styles and the way the internet tricks us is that the internet makes us think that all of these beautiful kind of like different unique styles are really in bridal salons and they're not man they're not a lot of bridal salons carry the same five middle market designers that have the same three styles um, and if you're someone who really loves these designers, you're going to have to go out and find them and research where they are and, like, try to connect to, to try on those gowns. If, if they're, they're not at your average salon because that's not the, the client that they serve.
1: They aren't. And even, like, for example, with me, I found a dress that I, like, love. Granted, I have never tried it on before, but I tracked down a place that actually they said that they have it, but they don't really have it. But they can order it for me. But I'm just like, well, if they order it for me, then that means that I definitely need to buy that dress. So it's like, uh, like <laughs> yeah, it's very, very tricky. Mm-hmm. Very, very tricky. So
2: there are some designers and I think, well, there are some boutiques that will allow you to bring a sample in out of cost. Um, that's an option but a lot of brides also don't know that too. So they'll try to sell that option first. Like, well, we'll order it for you. But remember y'all salons are businesses. They are yeah. their money off sales. And I think a lot of times people are like, I'll just have the stylist at the salon help you girl. That's not a stylist. That is a salesperson whose job is to make their monthly, um, you know, sales go. I used to be there, try to make them 50 K months. Okay. So I can get you <laughs> commission. Um, but that's what drives it. It's not really what you want. It's not really catering to your needs. It's about making a sales goal. If you happen to like the dress too, that's cool. But at the end of the day, I want you to buy something. And a lot of brides, I like, they would call that like, I made a mistake. And I'm like, there's someone so gay selling people dresses that they know they don't like.
1: Mm-hmm. And some
2: girls are really good at doing that. Like having people buy dresses, making them think in their head that it's the one. And... I'm like, no, I don't, I don't like this dress. So you have to be really careful um, and kind of knowing like the ways of the ropes, like, yeah, can I please order the sample and I'll pay, you know, whatever the price is to have the sample shipped here. I'll try it on then. They'll be like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's an option. But a lot of women don't know that. So they kind of get tricked into different things because it benefits the salon.
1: So, mm, thank you for that tip.
2: <laughs> Next time, ask for how much it costs to, to, to ship the sample in.
1: Yes. Thank you. Thank you.
2: No Education. That's what it's all about.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Are there any particular designers we should be paying attention to currently?
2: So I am going to give you designers that you don't already know. I feel like as much as I love white bridal designers, we have to stick together, mm-hmm. uh, you know, but there are some that are kind of like manning the market right now. And I feel like when people think of black own, they go straight to that direction. And everyone may not like that aesthetic. So I'm going to give some other options for people who don't want that look. Um, so one that I really love is Adeline the Ceremony. Beautiful gowns, very whimsical, light Like if you're someone who wants to kind of feel like you're in a fairy tale, but you don't want to look like Cinderella per se, (laughs) this is a really good option because her dresses are just like really just romantic and beautiful. Um, Fifth and Welshire, when we talk about ready to wear, and even if it's not for your wedding, but you're also looking maybe something for like an event before the wedding, she does really beautiful ready to wear fits that are just like really fashion forward um some have a little funk to them some have a little classic feeling to them um but like chef's kiss love it um her branding is beautiful just the whole feminine luxury feel i think that's also a design that people should put on their radar um who else oh score case is a designer he's actually a black man he's from haiti um and it's fashion it is fashion like and you probably could also wear some of these pieces after your wedding, which I think is, you know, good, sustainable that you're into. But he yeah. does also some, like, more so, I guess more formal looks as well. So he, you can find a little bit of both with him. But I think, get him now because I feel like in the next couple of years... Yeah. He's- yeah. And I also think he's going to get, like, Council of Fashion type eyes on him. Like, he's going to be in Vogue. And that's going to completely Changed the game for him as far as like affordability.
0: <laughs> I, yeah, I just saw an ad of his the other day on Instagram and I was like, oh, let me see. And I was like, oh, oh my gosh. And then, you know, oh, this is a black man. Like, you know, that yeah, it he's was. Gonna, he's,
2: he's still on the low a little bit, but once that kind of hits the fan yeah. and the other people right. notice what he's doing,
0: mm-hmm. it's going to be, be like, like, like Brandon Blackwood. Blackwood. Yeah.
2: Right. Brandon back, higher moss. or like it's gonna be that type of situation. So get them now, girls, get them now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are <laughs> three designers that I think that we should, you know, take a look at.
0: I know we kind of touched on this earlier, but we had a recent episode, of course, about like all black weddings and brides really looking the same. Um, I just really wanted to get your take real quick on like who do you think is responsible for that? Do you think it's the bride, the vendors they work with, or the publications?
2: I don't think that it's the brides. I think it's a joint responsibility of vendors and publications, right? Because mm-hmm. their jobs are to create and inspire. That's legit. What I'm paying you to do, right? That's mm-hmm. I mean, their zone of genius. If my zone of genius was creating, you know, memorable, unique weddings, I would not need to hire anyone or if my zone or I wouldn't need to look at a magazine for inspiration. Right. So We're looking to you to tell us or help us take who we are and translate that into something that will be unique for me. Um, I think for vendors also because the industry, like so many people become a designer, wedding planner, photographer a day, I think they're also inspired by what they see. So they're also like, you know, repeating similar aesthetics or whatever as what they see as to be as, this is the successful wedding planner. This is what they do. This is the successful photographer. This is how they shoot. So I guess if I want to be successful in my market, then I have to do the same thing too. But I think every artist should have a point of view. That's what makes you an artist or creator. You have a point of view. Right. And when I look at your work, I should see your point of view. Mm-hmm. Um, or you should be able to help your client understand their point of view and how to artistically express it. Um, so I don't, I don't come to a bride doesn't come to me and I'm like, well, girl, you don't know what you want, so here's this. Like, no, my job is to hear. What you know, you're thinking, hear about your life, hear about what you do your day to day, hear about you and your partner, your story, hear about the things that you think you want, and then be like, okay, that's cool. We can spin it like this, or we can still be inspired by these things, but we can't approach it from this lens or this view. Um, but that takes it's, it's, it's all about risk. And I think at the end of the day, people don't want to take risks. People with their businesses, they don't want to take risks because they're afraid that no one's going to want to work with them. No one's going to hire them. Magazines are afraid that people won't think that, you know, what they're doing is, you know, acceptable. So it becomes like a big cycle. Right. But I do think that publications should, I think they're trying to now, like they're seeing like, okay, we have to, only because also, it's becoming very boring for everyone. And I think that's also what's kind of like changing. Like, okay, so what are we going to do now? Because like, it's starting to, it it doesn't become fun anymore as a magazine, as a photographer, as anyone, if you're just seeing yourself create the same things over and over again. So I think that people are trying to kind of shake it up a little bit, but I think there has to be a little bit more vision, vision rather than just replication. I'm hoping that, it will continue. And a lot of times people see my work and they're like, why would you shoot that? Because this is someone else's point of view. This is someone else's experience. This is someone mm-hmm. else's way of dressing, right? I can't, my, all my, my art should not look the same because I'm right. working with different women or I'm, I'm creating from different perspectives. Right. I want yeah. myself to look different because that's the point. Not yeah. for all to look like everyone who comes to me or every project I do, I'm just getting, giving you the same girl over and over again. Like the two projects I just did were completely polar and separate opposites Mm -hmm. because they were, you know, Jasmine, her personality. I wanted to be old to that, still give her a little style, but, you know, still be true to who she was. And in another project, it was completely different because it's a whole different type of bride. So I think, yes, you may have a certain level of maybe you want luxury or whatever. I guess that, that word is still like, but you may target a certain market, but there are still ways to show diversity within that. Um, and I think that vendors need to try to help their brides, their mm-hmm. couples create things that are more authentic to them, ask them about who they are and what they truly like. And publications have to do the, the, be, be brave and you know, show more authentic style and situations. Concept. And I'm happy
1: that you are there showing you know other brides um this just because I mean it's low-key scary because even for my wedding that I'm currently planning I'm just like I know I know what I want but is it going to look right because I'm not seeing that everywhere else I'm not seeing the type of dress that I want on all the other brides so is it going to look right especially for my venue, like, you know, but I really feel like you're breaking that mold and, you know, and like you're showing brides, yes, you can do this and still look beautiful and like your wedding still be beautiful, you know? So we, yes, you're definitely a gem for our people right now.
2: (laughs) I'm hoping like just with time, like it just continues to to
1: unfold. Mm -hmm.
2: But it's hard for us as people in general because we are just generally put in, boxes and we are respectability and our culture has shown us that like if we don't show up in certain ways then we're not doing things correctly or we're not putting on for the culture if we don't Mm -hmm. you know be the biggest the boldest the loudest but that's not everyone's personality
1: right true so last question any style advice like you've given us like a wealth of advice but any style advice for 2022 or 2023 bride
2: i think start with make a list Start with words, places, ideas that you enjoy, that are true to you, that you feel like describe who you are. Look for inspiration of those things, but don't let them be bridal. Step out of Pinterest and bridal magazines for inspiration. Look other places, culture, travel magazines, um you know food blogs uh anything else other than weddings and try taking some of those concepts to your planner and see where they go from there because if you legit just bring them a cookie cutter copy of what they already see or are doing that's all their mind is going to produce I think some vendors just need inspiration. That is not what they are like, okay, well, you want this like everyone else. Okay, well, this is how we do this. Maybe challenge them. Like, you know, I'm inspired by France. I'm inspired by, you know, um, street style. You know, me and my partner, we love to hike on the weekends. Um, I love to be comfortable and I want my wedding to feel very at ease. Like bring them that first instead of bringing them a Pinterest board full of, a thousand other weddings that have already been seen and heard (laughs) and then go from there. And I think you will start to see how like more people's create brains actually start to work, create creativity will start to work from there because then it releases, releases, excuse me, the restraints of how it should look for a wedding. And then you'll find yourself creating something even more special and unique.
1: That's real good advice.
0: It is. It makes a lot of sense. And It reminds me of when we were having that conversation about Black brides and Black weddings all looking the same. Um, Jennifer, a wedding planner based out of Chicago, was like, we want, you know, when her like couples and brides come to her for the first time, she's like, I want to see what are you interested in? Like, what do you do on the weekends? What type of food do you like? how do you dress, you know, outside of this? Like, I really want to know more about you and your personality and the personality of like the couple. And that can help you actually create something unique and custom and special that is, that speaks to you instead of, oh, just scrolling through photographer, blah, 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 or Mm -hmm. photography, you know, this photographer, this videographer, this planner, you know, like these names, and just trying to copy something that you've already seen and just changing maybe the colors, <laughs> you know?
2: So little um, know what that thing is may have legit, have had some type of connection to what that couple like. That's exactly. looks so great on them
0: because it is right
2: actually a reflection of who they are. And on you, it may just come out flat because right. it doesn't have nothing to do with, who you are. Like, yeah, maybe those people really did like to go to the desert and I don't know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> something. I don't know. Right. Like, <laughs> it's, you doing it. it's like, why are we, why are we doing this exactly? I don't know because it looked cool. Like you can, That's it. But what is a place that you actually want to visit? Where is a place that you and your partner actually have gone together? Right. Maybe that could be a dope place to have a, a, an engagement too.
0: So.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Yes. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much. So, Dara, uh, we're going to move into the wedding vendor love. Who would you like to shout out this week?
2: Yes, I would like to shout out first photographer, Chi Chi Ari. She's from Brooklyn as well. Love her style of photography when we were talking about, like, you know, really finding photographers that tell stories and, you know, are really giving cinematic, emotional photography. I think she just takes the cake from me. Um, Erica Estrada Design, she's a designer out of SoCal, South California, but she, you know, is worldwide like most planners. Um, Her style is just really intentional. Um, You never really see the same thing more than once. So I think a planner who's really going to try to create with you and collaborate and vision. Um, and I have one more person here. Oh, and my, my sister in style, Lori Bride, um, just because we work together so much and she just really cares for her brides and no dress is ever the same. You know, it really speaks to like who her brides are and their personalities. Um, I just love the work that she does. So those are my three shout outs.
1: It's so crazy because Chi Chi like yes. oh Oof. my gosh like if I didn't have a budget that I need to stick to and if the first <laughs> photographer that I reached out to didn't like scare me um I would have reached yeah. out to Chi Chi and be like girl how much <laughs> how much for you to come down to Atlanta but I was too scared and I was like I'm not even gonna do that to myself but Chi Chi like is so her work is- good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we oh don't see
2: gosh. a lot of photographers of color shoot that way
1: yeah.
2: And it's like yeah. I, I tell my partner all the time. I'm like, if we get married, I want to feel like I was there that day. I don't yeah. just want a whole bunch of pretty photos. I want to legit look back and see emotion. I want to see tears. Yes. You know, the the raw moments of it all, like the joy, the 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 you know, I want to see that through the images. And she just does that so well.
0: So so well. Yes. Like there's maybe three or four photographers that are on my like one day list. Like I- I'm going to do something where I need their services at some point, just because they're so good. And Chi Chi is definitely one. Oh my gosh. Just like <sighs> that style. And, and when bride, I see dressing too, like yes.
2: her bride, they, they understand yes.
0: that. <laughs> and, like their weddings don't like, even her, because bl- she, you know, does okay. have black brides. She'll have a little everything, but it's like the black brides do not feel like the same black brides. It's not like right. she's shooting the same style bride every time. Like their dresses are different, their venues are different, their aesthetics are different. They're not the two piece hydrangea specials, you know. They're like timeless. <laughs>
2: I mean, but and you know, like this. Because it's so unique to that person. Yes. And that's, that's what we have to really start thinking about the word timeless and what it means. Yes. It's timeless when it's no matter when you look back at it, you can see that that couple, that woman, she is shining through what she wore was a true right. representation of who she was and not just something that she was like, oh, this looks nice it's in a salon and it's pretty and X, Y, and Z.
0: Exactly.
2: Yeah. Oof. She's bomb.
0: Because I feel like we're like this,
2: like we're kind of scattered.
1: It's hard. It's very yes, yes. Y'all are scattered, and it's like if you don't do your research, research, you may not be found. I mean, like not saying yeah. that, or like not saying that y'all aren't big, you know. But y'all just you not don't the see us tagged Yeah, all
0: these, you know, you're not going in the main place. So yeah, exactly. Where people look.
2: Go viral on every, you know, black. It's not because yeah. right. Yeah.
1: It's you not know? happening. It's so. Exactly, yes, yes, exactly. exactly. So, you got to search because the valley and through the mountains and the very low to get to (laughs) y'all,
0: yeah. I mean, honestly, and even if just in general, of like wanting a particular aesthetic that is not that aesthetic, it is so hard because even like when I was looking for a photographer as Tania looked for a photographer and like an event designer or like a floral, you know, a florist, it was like going through you were like Tania, you were sharing people I had never heard of, but it was like, oh yeah, that that oh, style.
2: Atlanta, the Atlanta girls. <laughs> I um, know it's super hard in Atlanta because that's
0: yeah. And there's only like
2: L.A. because she was a planner in Atlanta. She said, I can't do it. I can't do it.
0: And there's only like a handful of. Like, I, I feel like we have access. To an extent, because, you know, like we'll talk to folks that are like, like we talked to a bride that's in Tennessee and she was saying how she struggled to find somebody for her. And I'm just like, oh my bad, you know, like I'm under the bubble that there's plenty of people everywhere, but it's like, no, I had to look for someone that she's in Nashville. She had to get someone that's in Memphis. Um, and I think like her, or at least the engagement photographer was from here. So, but you know, like, there's only a handful of styles, and and people don't want to think outside of the box, so they're fine with certain looks or certain photography styles or certain. And it's just like,
1: <sighs> give me more, give me more. <laughs>
2: right, it's like I know there is more. I'm legit scared though, There's a, lot, a lot of times with my clients, like the other day, well, two days ago, my client called me. She's like, "Dad, does this headband look good?" Because like I don't think I know. You're not used to it. You, I know you are running, and you want to just grab the comb. And you want to just put it in the side of your head. Like she was legit, like, <laughs> like in between, because she was like, oh, yeah. she, just, she knows that's not what she wants, but she was scared. She was legit scared to embrace. Like I was like, you know, after I started, like, this is this is what you should do. This is gonna look good. This is right. what you look like. You're going for. She was like panicked. Like I, but I'm like, girl, you know, you don't want that damn comb. Get it out your head. <laughs> We're not doing it. You will not succumb, right. okay? You will not succumb. But, like, it's legit fear. It's fear.
0: And it's so hard because it's, like, when you, like Tania was saying before, when you haven't seen kind of the vision in your head, you are essentially the first. Right. So it's, like, I don't want to look stupid, <laughs> <laughs> you know in like any part of it like you don't want your decorations to look weird or your table you know like designed to look weird or you know like or you know you don't want to look a yeah. certain way because it's like y- this is only that one moment <laughs> right. you know no, like you're not trying
2: to mess it up yeah do not miss this chance exactly this. Yes. legit So, and I get it. And I think that's really what inspired me to do what I do, because I understand that like, there is so much pressure. There is so much like, you know, respectability, so much ideas of like, what should and should not happen, who wants to take that risk and like ruin the most important day of their lives. So it's like, okay, well, let's work together. You can use my expertise. I will use who you are and we can come up with something that fits the bill. It will feel authentic to you it will feel you know, real to you, but it will, you will also have that confidence in that sense of ease, knowing that what you're doing actually is going to be beautiful, memorable, and you know, the way that you're actually going to look back and be like, yes, I did that. Um, and I think that's why, if anyone is wondering why should I hire a bridal stylist? It's for that one exact reason. It's for you not having to doubt if you're making the right decision, like if it's that taxing some women don't care but if it's, if you're someone who's really like no i don't want this but i don't know how to do that then the same way you make sure someone does your hair your makeup your venue you may want to talk to someone about your look and how to pull that together
1: do you take out of town brides
2: <laughs> I, i'm all over the world <laughs> most of my brides are not from new york because new york oh. girls kind of do what they want to do anyway like mm-hmm. you know new york girls are new york girls I don't care. I'm going to wear, you know, Yeah, Yeah. usually brides from other states who are like, don't have access. Right. New York, we have so many cool bridal salons. I never worked in a traditional bridal salon a day in my life, which is probably the reason why I have the perspective I have. I already only went into like more indie, you know, uh, fashion for type designers. So I was like, oh, there's a whole nother like world of bridal that we're not seeing in our community. Why? Um, now we know why but like yeah but like well, a lot of the brides I will you know go to them or they'll come here or like you know we'll have dresses shipped to their house so that they can try on at home you know the different things that we can find the right option mm-hmm. but most of my brides are not from here
1: that's good to know Ashley who would you like to shout out this week
0: I would like to shout out a an amazing photographer. Okay. She is so good. Like this feels editorial. This feels high end, like Vogue, Harper's Bazaar, like all of those things. Her name is Abby Jew. I hope I'm pronouncing it right. She is so good. Oh my gosh. Y'all know me. I like a good photographer. I need a good photographer in my life. Like abiju.com is her domain, but her work is just gorgeous. High-end editorial style photography. You will look and feel like you were in somebody's magazine, like one of the thick magazines, you know, not one of these like, little paperweight type, like this, this is thick. This is good quality work you're getting. And I just like every couple she shoots is just, you're getting style. You are getting fashion. You are getting looks, emotion, you know, it's just gorgeous. So Abby Jew, I am actually not too sure where she's based out of. I kind of want to say New York, but I feel as if she travels And she's been everywhere, you know, mentioned everywhere. So you know what that means. But um, please hit her up, Abby uh, Ju. J-I-U is how you spell her last name. But, of course, we will um, tag her. So
1: who are you shouting out to Yeah, so today I'm shouting out an Atlanta-based freelancing master hairstylist. Her name is Star Carter. Um, She has been in the hair industry for about nine years and she specializes in bridal work. Um, She also does editorial and of course she gives you all the aesthetic. Um, I'm currently in search of a bridal hairstylist and so I came across her page. So um, you can find her on IG at schair.co and that's S standing for star, um, chair.co. Again, her name is star carter and you can also find her on s chair.co um online so yeah that's who i have this week
0: well where can people find you if they want to know more if they want to book you or if they just want to follow you yes
2: you can find me on instagram at VeilbyAdams by dara adams and the link in my bio if you're interested in booking um uh, there is the application there i do have brides apply just because i don't have the mental capacity to work with 40, 50 brides a year. So I do, you know, streamline it down. So I'm giving the best service, but um, yes, you can click that link to, to apply, to work with me. Um, but if you just want to follow, get really great advice. I'm always yapping my mouth about, you know, things like we talked about today. Cause I do want, even if a, a bride can't work with me because I love women, because I love black women, I still want them to have access to the knowledge of education to make the best choices for them and feel empowered to do so even on something as a wedding. Right. So follow me and, you know, you'll be able to have some insight on the best way to shop for and style for yourself for your wedding.
0: Awesome. I love following you. I love your reels. I love how your grid is so like perfectly branded and colors are all just like, I just know, like, I know it's you when it comes across before seeing your name or anything um and yes if y'all can't work with her follow her (laughs) (laughs) worth it even beyond the wedding because you go you there will be another event in your life where you will need looks you know so
1: where can people find us yeah, so you can find us on hewido.com. You can find us on Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok. You can find Ashley at Demi Tosh on Instagram and Twitter. And you can find me at Story on Instagram and Twitter. Awesome. Uh,
0: Tania, is there anything else?
1: No, this was a very good conversation. I um, yeah, I had no idea that we could talk this in depth about like about this topic and so like this helped me this helped someone else <laughs> like <laughs> like this conversation definitely helped me I'm not going to be so afraid to like step out the box a little so
2: I definitely want to say thank you ladies for having me like this has been a year in the making <laughs> <For> <laughs> so, sure. finally have this conversation and it felt like talking with old friends so yes yeah, this is amazing
0: uh, thank you so, 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 so much. I feel like I will be messaging you in the future to be like, y'all want to come back? Let's talk about, you know. <laughs> so, um, of course, if you have made it this far, thank you again for listening. And please head to Apple Podcasts to leave us a review. We love, love all of the reviews we've received so far. So. We're so thankful for all of you that have taken the time to um, just impart some kind words. And also, while I'm here, I want to shout out uh, one of our recent winners of our You See It giveaway, um, Jalisa, who is a recent bride, got married in August. So just want to congratulate you again, girl, on not only winning the shirt but more than that like getting married and yes, having a beautiful wedding um so thank you again everyone that's listening and we'll talk to y'all next week bye bye